welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. Hello, my name is Daniel Carroll, and this is episode 97, and we are talking Mighty Morphin Power Rangers for the Game Boy. Mm. Mm. That's just a... Mm. Get ready for this one. This is going to be a banger. Woohoo! No, it's all good, isn't it? I hope everyone has been well, and Merry Christmas to everyone. I hope you all had a good day. I was hoping to get this episode out earlier, but it's Christmas. Come on, things just happen, and life takes over. Alcohol gets drunk, and yeah, you just basically... You, to be honest, we were kind of setting up for Santa. Hiccups was so excited for Santa to come visit, so we were getting everything ready for the house, getting the elf ready, getting all the surprises ready. So it has been a busy time in the Carol household, but everyone is happy. However, now I'm not happy because we're going to be doing Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and Lindsay has come back. This was one of her games from her childhood. She said, oh yeah, I used to play this all the time growing up. You should play it. Should I now, Lindsay? Should I now play it, Linz? Should I play one of your games from your childhood and enjoy it just as much as you did when you were growing up? We'll find out, shall we? <laughs> but Lindsay gracefully came back onto the show, and I do like having Lindsay on. She's a great guest. She will be coming on again in the future. We're doing Golden Sun at some point. She, I think she's waiting for it to be released on Nintendo Switch Online. Then she will come. So Golden Sun is coming. I played it um, when I was... Um, Away, I played it last year, so I did it a long time ago. Um, but I've got the notes all banked up in my head. And um, yeah, as soon as it comes on the Switch Online, I'm ordering Lindsay to go play that. But for now, she ordered me to go play Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And yeah, I hope everyone had a good Christmas. I really do. Uh, sorry if I do sound a bit throaty. Unfortunately, I've got a bit sick. Um, obviously, being around loads of kids, ugh, you just pick up their illnesses, don't you? You. Just disgusting. So yeah, I'm all ugh, all gross. Uh, what did what did Santa get me? I should actually say I got a, a lot of nice clothes. I think that's my thing now. Is I I'm at that stage now where no, you don't get games, you get clothes from family. Obviously, they realise my dress sense is terrible, so I need to kind of sort my life out. And um, what did I get myself? Well, I bought myself Super Mario Sunshine. I bought that for my GameCube, and I think that's going to be my GameCube collection done for now because I ain't paying so much stupid money to get Skies of Arcadia. I'm not paying stupid money to get um, Fire Emblem Radiant of Dawn. No, do one. Unfortunately, they will be on the show one day, but I'm not paying for them because that's just out $300 for Skies of, Ar uh, Skies of Arcadia Radiant Dawn. Like, that's Australia, but still, that's a lot of money. That's insane. It's just give me a way to play it now. Put it on the Switch and you'll have it, but nah. Just an absolute mess, isn't it? Oh. But anyway, that's then. This is now. We are talking this week's episode because we are so close. So close to episode 100. And I should let you know that episode 100's guest has been recorded. It has been recorded and done. We finally managed to get it done. We sat down for an hour, had a good chit-chat. Uh, it was finally great to speak to the person. I'm not revealing who it is at this moment. You'll find out uh, just before episode 100, but it's done. Okay, so in three weeks' time, that is coming out. But listen, I've got to get the plugs out first. If you want to just go straight to Mighty Muffin Power Rangers, go about half an hour, but please stay. I'm just going to get these plugs out first. We just we, we try and have fun. So wherever you're listening to this, please give it a five-star review. Please give it a comment. Say it's great. Say it's rubbish. And whenever you see it come up on your socials, please retweet it, share it. Let's get me out there a little bit more. 
if you want to help support the show financially, you can do over on patreon.com forward slash retroward, where for $1 US, you get access to your own show called DLC. This could be top 10s, modern day game reviews, or gaming events. As a bit of a sneak peek, this is episode 70, where I was looking at the top, well, my top 10 hated game characters of all time. Gobi from Breath of Fire 1. Fuck me. I, what can I say about this thing? So for those who don't know Breath of Fire 1, it's an RPG from Capcom. And Gobi is one of your characters. He is a fish man. Who, I hate the fish people in Breath of Fire. They're usually salesmen in this world. And obviously they live underwater because they're fishmen. But he is a greedy salesman who his own people even hate. He's a just oh, he's a terrible character in and out of battle, and the only reason that you have him is because he can go underwater and be a big fish underwater. And that was episode 70 of my top 10 gaming characters of all time. See, you got 70, 73 episodes. 70, well, I'll say 73 episodes, obviously, it's a DLC, but there's an extra 70 episodes there for you for the show. 70! Mental! But next week is episode 71. Now, I've made a decision on this one. Episode 71 is going to be our award show. Me and Captain N are going to be hosting the first annual, well, we joked about what we we're going to call it now. Because we, you know, we we joke, we kind of borrow ideas on this show from Mr. Adam Blank from Remember the Game, and uh, he knows this. We all know this. Come on, let's let's not beat around the bush. But he calls his show the Blankies, and that doesn't really work with the Carolies. Doesn't really work. So Captain N suggested, why don't we just call it the Copies? I was like, ha, ha, yes, the Copies, and that's been approved by Mr. Blank. He approved that. So the Copies is our award show, and that will be next week, and it's also not going to be on Patreon. I'll I'll put it up on Patreon, but I'm going to make it as a free episode. So I'll make the Patreon, I'll make the copies each year, I'll make that as a free episode, so I'll put that on the main feed, okay? So episode 71 is going to be a free episode for everyone to listen to, okay? It's not going to be too long, it's going to be a stupid episode, but, well, every episode of me is going to be stupid, but I thought, you know what, once a year, here you go, I'm a charitable sort of guy, you know me, I'm that sort of person. Now, to let you know that 5% of all our Patreon fund each month goes to a UK charity called Get Well Gamers, which helps support games, gets games and consoles to 150 children's worlds across the UK. Now, so far, we've raised, we're going to, well, it's a new year, because I've donated the money from last year. Uh, well, donate the money from this year. So I've started the pot again. So we've raised 70 cents um, Australian, which I know isn't much, but hopefully we let this grow over time. And next, or probably probably the new year, I'm going to tell you what the plan is for the, for the next year. I've got it in my head. I know what I'm going to do and how we're going to organize next year's donation run. If you do have any old games you want to direct uh, donate directly, the link is in the description below. They're after PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and Xbox One games. That's what they're after and above. So if you've got any PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch games you want to maybe donate, go to the link in the description. 
Additionally, you get access to your own Discord. You get a chance to message me one-on-one, take part in 16 bits of shunt nonsense, survive or die, DLC, or comment on our game of the week, and I probably won't be able to say your names. Alright, let's get into our first section, shall we? Which we call 16 Bits of Nonsense. So, 16 Bits of Nonsense is our letter section where you guys can ask me pretty much whatever you want. And Captain N says, Danny, you're making a turn-based role-playing game about your life. Out of your regular patrons, who is in your first-person party? Also, what job type will each character have? Jesus Christ, that's going to get me in shit, innit? That's going to get me in so much shit. Because you go, oh, why am I in this? Why am I in this? Technically, I could argue my brothers because they're all in it. Yeah, ha, ha, I could get away with that because my brothers are all in this. Um, <sighs> you're all bastards. I'm going to get in trouble for this. Because we know the, right, the main three contributors to the show are, right? Let's not beat around the bush. We know who they are. So I, for, for fair dinkum, because these guys probably do do my help out a lot with the show, it has to be Captain N, Raging Demon, and Chris. Come on. They're the ones who help the most. I say the most. I make that they're not my favourite people. I hate each and every one of them. But they help out the most with this show. So I'll have to give it to them. Blah, 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 blah. Call me a cop out here, whatever. Alright, okay. So Captain N. Um I can see Captain N being like my gunner. He's like my tank. You know, he basically sits at the back. Does all sponges the damage and can shoot from afar, kind of like a barrack esque character. That's how I'd see Captain N, the gruff sort of no no nonsense shit. Uh, that's that's yeah the tank the tank shooter role or I don't know sniper role. I probably say for, I know that kind of doesn't make sense. I know that doesn't make sense, but because he's a tank, he should be on the front row. No, but he'd have like a cover materia, so he'd be able to. You know, take up, sponge all the damage from afar. Shut up. I used gaming logic here. He's got the cover material. Suck on that. Before you all start coming at me. For Raging Demon. Yeah. Do you know what? Raging Demon, I've always... Whenever I speak to the guy, I always imagine... This is so pathetic. I always kind of imagine him being like Cecil. Uh, when he's got like his dragoon, he's like his black knight armor, but he's actually a dragoon. I don't know why that's my image of what Raging Demon looks like. I don't even know what the guy looks like. I only know what Chris looks like because we've spoken over the phone, like over video. But I don't know what Raging Demon or Captain N look like. So Raging Demon, I've just got this image of Black Knight Cecil from Final Fantasy IV, and he's a dragoon. So that's what that's Raging Demon. He's my dragoon slash Black Knight. I know that's a weird one, but see what it is. You have images in people's head, and that's what comes up. For Chris, well, Chris is just going to be... You know each character... Like, okay, the Fire Emblem series, right? The Fire Emblem series always has this limp dick character who's absolutely shite at first. But if you use them a lot, they'll grow and become possibly one of the best characters in your arsenal. Well, that's going to be Chris, except I've got a caveat that he's not going to be used ever. He's just going to sit there, have like something which means he gets no experience and he's just this limp dick character the whole game. And he literally, the, the, the moment he even sniffs damage, he dies. 
So most of the battle, it's just me, Captain N, and Raging Demon, where Chris is just sitting there, like, in, in his own shit, because he's died again. And we can't be arsed reviving him. Like, fuck you. Fuck you. And you'll have his co-host, co- co- Shane, sitting there, just, just from the sidelines, looking at him, just going, pathetic. That That's what it's going to be. That's how I imagine their relationship is as well. Chris sits there on the floor, like, in his own shit, like, lying there going, help me, Shane! And Shane's just looking and going... Well, I could do, but no, you got yourself into this. That's ha- That's it. That is it. Shane will agree with that. Go- Shane, these are the guys from the Retro Hangover podcast. There's your plug. Guarantee that they- that's how they-, they see that relationship. It's all true. <laughs> I'm going to get some shit for that, aren't I? <laughs> I'm going to get some shit for that one. But it's good fun. But thanks, Captain. That's a good question. Raging Demon says, Merry my Dragoon says, Merry Christmas, Danny. I hope you and your family had an awesome one. I hope you did too. Now, the question, did young Danny ever get a game for Christmas that made him wonder if he was on the naughty list? Um, no, I didn't. I my mum and dad, they rarely got me video games for Christmas. I think because it was kind of like you don't want to get the wrong thing. I think because they kind of realized, you know they knew I was a big gamer, so they'd often ask, or I'd hint at games, but it's very rare I'd get one. Usually I got it for birthdays, because, look, me and my my mom didn't have, like, that exp- you know, expendable income to basically be able to afford a video game. Like, the only time we ever really got games off my mom, like, me and my brother Phil slash Raph, we saved up months of pocket money to get the Lion King on the Mega Drive. And, you know, that took us that took us months. We're now about, you just think, oh, I'll just buy a game. I'll just buy one. You know, I, I bought Mario Sunshine like that. You know what I mean? I'm in that, luckily I'm in that sort of position. No, he didn't. And my dad, he would buy, he would tell me what I, he'd ask me what I want for my birthday. So he didn't really get Christmas presents, I don't think. I, just, I don't think we did. Thinking thinking about it. The only time I, I got a present that made me wonder what Santa up to was that I, I was talking about how fit Kylie Minogue was. Because I think she's a very attractive woman. And... All of a sudden, for my Santa presents, I got a Callie Minogue CD. So <laughs> I had to have a word with Santa. I was like, uh, yeah, Callie Minogue's great as a singer. But uh, I wasn't expecting that under the tree. <laughs> it made me laugh, that chuckle. But yeah, it's 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 different life, different world, isn't it? Really different world that we live in now to when, like, when I was growing up completely. I was telling that to hiccups. Uh, I was saying, like, when when I grew up, I, I only ever used to get one present. I used to get, like, a turtle's toy, and that'd be it. And again, I, I'm not, that's not me bad-mouthing my mum, because that's all she can afford. And I was really happy. I was like, oh, I was so happy. But I was saying that to Hiccups, who's got, like, a mountain full of toys. And I was like, you need to be great. And she did. She actually went, looked at her toys and went, I'm so lucky. I went, yeah. And she yeah, appreciated it. It wasn't a little brat. So I was really happy about that. And finally, Chris Copleen, our resident bitch, says, Chuck's smutty satin lord. No, smutty lord, not satin lord. With all that fawning over Hard Naked Luna last week, listen to last week's episode for clarity. I'll make that very clear. That sounds wrong, but you, 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 there's context. It's context. I almost think this section should be changed to 16 bits of nonsense. Oh, I like that. I like that. Take a shower and have a seat. Just kidding. We're still watching you, though. <laughs> I like that. Since this holiday episode, what is your best gaming Christmas memory? How about just your best Christmas memory? Low Saturnia, shut up. And this is more just about a Saturn rip. Saturnia was a holiday celebrated by the Romans around this time of year, where there would be great feasts and the masters would serve their slaves. The saying, 
Lo Saturnia was used as a greeting for the season, like Merry Christmas or Happy Hanukkah. Oh, I never knew that. So, um, best gaming and best Christmas memory usually uh, kind of fall into one. I mean, me and the wife were talking about this the other day, yesterday, because, like, when, when I was growing up, like, for me, Christmas was amazing because I'd get to see all my cousins, and I got a lot of cousins, and we'd often bring, like, our N64 or Mega Drive, and it was usually one of those two consoles at the time, and it was just playing with the cousins gaming-wise anyone jumped in there and clips that for hours so we play games for so long playing mario golden eye smash brothers snowboard kids fuck we would just play for so many hours and it was just the you know, the time of our life like the adults weren't too fussed because there were so many adults they just kept to themselves and the kids were allowed to just be kids and you know i'm not one of them you shouldn't be playing video games all day i think if you were just sat on your own i might say something but because there's like literally all of us there there were like eight cousins nine cousins just playing just chilling out playing games and oh, best times ever like as i've become an, ad- an adult i've kind of more deviated to rather just spending time rather than playing games but just kind of being with my family and whenever i go home for christmas and we have at my auntie pat's um the the numbers get bigger because I always joke, I joke with some of the older family members, like, you're not, you're not died yet. Come on. We're running out of space in here. Because originally, when this this is going off a sidetrack, I don't care. Um, Christmas, there could be, when I was growing up, like 20, and then it rose to like 30. And now there's like 40 people when I'm at my aunties for Christmas. And we're all trying to sit in this room. And as a joke, no one's passed away for, God, no, over 10 years. Easy over 10 years since my nana passed away. And I'm like, come on. Someone clean up some space because now all the cousins are having kids. Like we've got hiccups, and I've got like one cousin. He's got two kids. Another cousin's got two kids. Another one's got two kids, and the more and more are just coming, and they're past the baby stage, so they're like they need a seat now. And it's like fuck, Jesus Christ, this is getting too big. This table, but again, they still make up my best memories. Like when everyone gets together, I know my stepdad hates it. He hates everyone all crowded in because we're all squished in like sardine cans. But for me. Best times. I I love Christmas so much, and I know everyone has different ones. And I do feel sorry, like for my in-laws. My father-in-law got COVID, so their Christmas has kind of been postponed, which I was gutted for because obviously we're not there either, and they all miss hiccups. But yeah, they're gonna redo it. So I hope my in-laws are okay. Hope they're all feeling better soon, and they have a good Christmas for New Year. That's when they're gonna do it. But yeah, I, I'd love Christmas. And again, it's not the presents for me; it's the family. I've, I've got the Christmas message finally. I have. All right, thank you very much, guys, for your questions. I really do appreciate it. Let's move on to our new section, which we call Patch ninety seven point zero. So Patch 97.0 is our new section where I look at what's been going on in the gaming world and give you my thoughts about it. Now, I mentioned one of these um, during DLC. The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered. The pre-orders are available at January release. Does it need a remaster? Does it actually need a remaster? Because it's, it's a PS4 game and it's hardly been out. Okay, probably in the grand scheme of gaming, but it's like... People complain when we got Last of Us 1 remastered. Like, did we need that? 
because that was the PS3. Do we need a PS4 one for the PS5? Sorry, a one for Last of Us 2? No. And this is probably a reason why your online game failed. Because you're doing bollocks like this. Why are you doing... Make Last of Us Part 3? Waste of time. Waste of time. People are going to buy it, of course they will. But no point. I'm not going to be playing. I'm not going to be buying it. I've got The Last of Us on PS4. It'll still be bloody playable. It'll still be really good. I'll play it on my PS5 with the PS4. Thank you very much. All right? There. Right, talk about PS5. PS5 has hit 50 million sold. And apparently November 2023 was the best month in the PlayStation history. Well, that's really good because we all know at the beginning of the PlayStation 5 life cycle, you struggled to get hold of one. It was a battle. Like, I battled. I luckily got one. But now they're readily available, which is great. 50 million consoles as of December 9th. Fantastic. I think Xbox, uh, PlayStation has won this round. Is Xbox is nowhere near. It is... Pff, Falling off a cliff compared to PlayStation, it really has. That's well, that's my opinion. Someone's going to get well. Actually, no, it hasn't. Shut up. I don't care. Now, this made me sad, right? Okay, so this is one of the big ones. Uh, Insomniac, um, they've had a devastating leak after ransom demands. So, what happened was hackers stole information, um, and basically had like so much disinformation. And this group called Rise Rise. Rizdia, something like that, or Rizdia, they demanded a payment of about 50 Bitcoins, which is about $2 million uh, within seven days. And Insomniac decided, no, we're not paying that. And I don't believe you should. And they decided, the terrorists, or what would you call them, really, cyber terrorists, decided to go release 1.67 terabytes of information. And it released loads of information about upcoming projects, which included Wolverine. And people have looked at it and said, oh, Wolverine doesn't look that good. I don't know. I have not looked at it. I refuse to look at Wolverine. Because I think if I look into it, this is the this is the thing in my head, right? If I look into it, I'm no better than people who look after nudes, who look for nudes when they've been leaked. It's information that shouldn't have been shared. It's private information. Because specifically, they also released uh, internal HLR documents, which include, like, employees' information. And that's 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 shocking. You know what? If you want to do the goal, the 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 games, I don't condemn, could condone that at all. It's it's shit. But to release personal information about employees, that is shit. That is really shit behavior. There's, that's disgusting. No one should know. Like you know, this is where you work. Like, my information will never be shared on this show. I know I put my name on there, but I'm never going to say where my address is. Like when I get to the stage of being able to take in post which i want to do one day it'll be for a po box i i just doxing like that disgusting so those lot can go stick the head up their own arse until they can't breathe anymore literally you pieces of shit fucking what a, what a shit thing to do Ugh, i honestly hate people sometimes i really do <sighs> right talking about shit things to do activision they activision blizzard have agreed they're going to pay 54 million dollars to california following their lawsuit so this is a lawsuit we talked about a long time ago and basically it's going to be 54 million to the state along with 47 million to female employees who work from the company from 2015 2020 so because this is the whole thing activision blizzard had this frat boy workplace culture and it was rife with allegedly sexual harassment I don't think any of that got actually proven, but it was comp. I don't think I don't think enough top of my head. Okay, I'll make that. It could be true. Either way, if it was all true, yeah, that was it. Because 
apparently their investigations um the civil rights department um said in the settlement agreement the in the investigations the company's culture did not term evidence of systematic or widespread sexual harassment that is not to say it didn't happen that is not to say very clearly it, it, it could have happened i don't know i'm not there i'm not nothing was ever found in court to prove that it happened either way if it did happen that anyone involved does entitle to compensation and for those who were if it did happen perpetrators get fucked all right there obviously was something around of it but I, because it was never proven in court i have to say allegedly i have to um but yeah shit thing you shouldn't do stuff like that um, no one gets no one deserves to be treated like a piece of meat to be honest we're all human beings and we all deserve um respect but again allegedly unfortunately i have to say all right now remember we talked talk about hackers earlier on remember we talked about how gta 6 got shit got leaked a while ago like the f- and then it was like holy god it was like an hour long leak well it was done by um was, i think he was like 16 at the time seven no, it was like 17 and his name was arian Kataj from oxford he, and he was part of an international gang called lapsus now this internet gang's attack of they've gone on Uber, Nevada, um, or Nvidia, sorry, Rockstar Games, and they cost these firms like ten million dollars. Now a judge has basically sentenced this guy to an indefinite hospital order, and he's going to r- remain there potentially for life until doctors deem him no longer a danger, because he's basically doesn't see what he's done's wrong and will just go straight back to it. It's like, woo, shit. Like, apparently he's been whilst in custody this guy's been violent with dozens of people reports of him injuring people and property jesus christ like maybe that could be due to his autism i don't know i don't know enough about it but without seeing court documents and psychologist report but fuck that's lifelong prison sentence i know is a hospital sentence because he might but if he's not safe to the public and I'm not saying he's going to just hack people. I'm saying if he's actual a danger to the public, that's what it is, isn't it? And sometimes these things happen. But Jesus Christ, shit, isn't it? Fuck. Don't no positive, no positive sides this story this week. No need positive news. I don't have any. Sorry, everyone. I know it's Christmas, but hopefully I might have some later. All right, that is the end of that. Let's move on to our free section, which everyone can play, which is called "Stick It Up Your Jinjo." Before I go any further, I just need to give a quick shout out to those supporting this episode. Back when I was little, my late grandfather taught me how to play chess. I'm forever grateful for his wisdom and it was some of the fondest memories growing up. And now I've got the perfect chance to teach this legendary game to my little one with Storytime Chess. Storytime Chess is a board game that teaches chess to young children using silly stories, vibrant illustrations, custom chess pieces and a unique chess board. The stories and supporting materials communicate the rules of chess to children ages 3 and up in a way that makes learning chess simple and fun. Best of all, no chess experience is required, which is great for my wife because she hasn't got a clue. Storytime Chess uses a colourful set of characters in a multitude of stories, helping children learn the game. Each story focuses on the wide chess pieces that move the way they do, and are supported by activities that cement chess knowledge in your child's mind. Little Hiccups is getting a copy at Christmas, and I can't wait to start teaching her. Go find Storytime Chess through your search engine or your local store, and thank you very much for supporting this episode. And now, back with the podcast.
So, Sticking Up Your Jinju is our free section which anyone can play and I usually post the message up on Facebook because I want to hear about your gaming wins, your gaming successes and what you've done well in the week. So as you'll always, I'll butcher some of these names of Ren Agnosti Torellis. He says, trying to get silver and gold on the Spider-Man remastered task manager challenges. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. Um, I've got that to play at some point, the Insomniac games from Spider-Man. Yeah, that is on my to-do list. And I'm not looking forward to them. <laughs> the fact that you've put a scary face, like a horrified face in there, makes me think I'm in the shit. I hope, let me know how you're getting on, Ren. If you've got any further with them, if you've got any better, I'll be looking forward to it. And Scott Marquis says, Golden Axe 3. Now, are you talking, Scott, about the fact that Golden Axe is coming? Or because we had that revealed it with the Game Awards that Sega are making the Golden Axe. The Golden Axe, making a new Golden Axe game. Or are you actually just talking about Golden Axe 3? Because there is one. There is a Golden Axe 3. I never played it, but it's got some Panther guy in there. One day, it will get a go on this show. I know Golden Axe needs to come to the show, but the guy who fucking wants to record it and said it will not release, he's not going to do it until Golden Axe comes out. It's like, you piece of shit. You piece of shit, Al. That's like, you smart-ass bastard. So Golden Axe 1's not coming out for a while. I'll let you know right now, because of freaking Al. Or blame Alan. Send him hate mail for that, because I want to do it. But yes, if you're talking about the new Golden Axe, I'm looking forward to it. If it's just completing Golden Axe 3, then well done to you. Josh Stewart says, I've been playing OSRS leagues. I've been playing, is that RuneScape? I've been playing RuneScape for 20 years, uh, but I'm still not good at it. But, ev but I get better every time I pick it up again. And this league is super fun. I finally beat a new boss yesterday. Do you know what? So what if you're not very good at a game? As long as you enjoy it, that's the main thing. As long as you go, and you know what? I've enjoyed my time playing this. Great. I'm not going to judge anyone if they're poo at a game or good at a game. So what? Like, people can go and like play Tekken or a Street Fighter game. They're usually those sort of games, and you can become absolute gods at it. But like I'm, I'm mid. I always say I'm mid. I'm not as good as other people. I'll never be as good as some of the pros. But I enjoy it, and that's what the thing about gaming is: is to enjoy it. So fair play, Josh. If you've been playing it, I wouldn't even say anything, even if you didn't improve on it. As long as you're having fun, mate, do it. And well done for beating that new boss. Well done to you, Sunshine. Keep me updated and I hope you beat more. And Paul Humphreys. Well, Paul Humphreys decided to show a picture of Battletoads. Uh, and then he just said, I beat Battletoads and Double Dragon for the first time. And as I always said, anyone beats Battletoads, show me a picture or not real. Show me, you can show me the cartridge. That's fine. And smashing the cartridge doesn't count. Although technically you will be beating Battletoads. But I need to see proof. God, I've got to do that game at some point. I've got to try and play that game at some point. I'm not looking forward to it. But I've got it. It's my my Super NES, my little tiny one, got sick. I don't know how it happened. It just got sick. And it's appeared. So um, I've got to give it a go, haven't I? Shit. But thank you all for your contributions. I really do appreciate it. So let's move on to our final Patreon section, which we call Survive or Die. Listen! So Survival Die is our final Patreon game where each week 
we get two video game consoles, franchises, characters, anything, and we have them sat between Mr. Between Mr. Between. We have them sat between Mr. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who is dressed in an earthworm gym suit, armored shark can't hammer, and we ask the question: which one of them should die, and which one of them should live to fight another day? Now, as we are talking to Power Rangers. I thought I wanted to look at two of the big rangers from the OG gang. I'm looking at the Red Ranger and the Green Ranger. Specifically, I am looking at, um, um, what's his name? Bloody hell, Tommy and Jason. Tommy, the original Green Ranger slash White Ranger, and Jason, the original Red Ranger. I'm not looking at Rocky. I'll make that very clear. No, Jason. Okay, we got some thoughts on this. I, ooh, I This is one of those where I can be easily swayed here. I can be. So, and I'll make it very clear, I'm not, David Frank is the guy who played um, Tommy, the Green Ranger slash White Ranger, who's sadly passed away. Um, so I'm not taking his death into this argument in my head, okay? I'm basing it just on what it was on the show. Okay, so Raging Demon says, Green Ranger survives. He looks way cooler. He could fight the stupid Megazord Voltron, knock off all on his own with the badass Dragon Mech. Yes, he could. I just mean, look at Kim... I mean, just look at who Kimberly wanted to survive. Yeah, she did. Jason was kind of screwed the moment Tommy showed up. Yeah. So Jason kind of fancied Kimberly. And it was always like, you know, ship them together. But yeah, then Tommy came on the scene and was like, fuck you, Jason. I want Tommy now. <laughs> I love Tommy. Captain N says, well, I think we all know where this is going. The Green Ranger's already dead. Rest in peace, Jason David Frank. Oh, Jason David Frank, sorry. So this wasn't really a battle. However, in this totally made-up scenario, I'm going to save the Green Ranger because he was more interesting and Jason David Frank carried on in the series many years after, including a stint as the Ren Ranger three times, which means I can have my cake and eat it too. Bye-bye, boring old Ren Ranger from the old G series. Sorry your career was ruined by rumours you did gay porn. Was that true? I never knew that. Well, there you go. Now you learn. Now, now, was it? Now you know. I never knew that. Yeah, the Green Ranger. Yeah, so Jason David Frank came on to powering and he stayed for a long time. So he did uh, the Red Ranger many times. He, he did, which is cool. And I just remembered and I just rewatched the trailer. Um, so if you've got a chance, go to, on YouTube and type in Power Rangers Shattered Grid official trailer where Jason David Frank is playing a character called Dracon, who's like an evil Power Ranger, a version of himself. Fuck me. Imagine if they made that a film. I know apparently he wasn't too fond of it, but oh, Dracon is such a cool character. And the fact that they got got him to do it, oh, oh, so much respect. So much respect, it really is. And finally, Chris Copleen says, as Captain N said, Jason David Frank is already dead, so this is a sad one. It really is. But if you take them and what they did in life or as a character, I don't see how this is close. On the show, Jason, the Red Ranger, was like Cyclops in the X-Men cartoon. He's boring. Yeah, he's the leader, but only because the show tells you he is. And you may think he is. He has a T-Rex and all that makes him cool, but his saving grace, that's a saving grace to an extent. But Tommy the Green Ranger was always cool. You knew that dude was a leader. He didn't have to tell you shit, true Chad. And he got the girl we all wanted. But he doesn't have a T-Rex. You might say, he has a fucking Godzilla. So fuck that T-Rex. Also, JDF appeared to be a great dude in real life. Loved the fandom and embraced his place in it. Austin said John, who is the actor who plays Jason, seems to be a decent person as well with time as a, para as a paramedic and providing healthcare support for the US military in the Middle East. But then he got indicted on fraud charges stemming from a COVID special program. 
Boo. So I never knew that. So now you know. But so long story. Green Ranger survives. Red Ranger has to go pound me in the ass. Penem. Okay. Red Ranger has to go. Objection. Okay. We haven't had one of those for a while. We've missed the objections. We've missed that, haven't we? That's not been around for a while. Make a note of injection. Well done. But I never realised that. That he did that. That's not... I don't know. i read that. Hang on. That's naughty. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He potentially could be up for 20 years. Woof. Okay, no. What? Why? Why do people just do horrible shit? That's greed, isn't it? At the end of the day, money, money talks. Bastards. All right. So who am I going to pick? Red or green? Look. I hear your arguments. I'm going with green. Yeah, when Tommy arrived, Tommy was a badass. He was so good. Like, I loved the Red Ranger, don't get me wrong. And he had a T-Rex, and I love T-Rexes. But Green Ranger, he, he is he was such a chad. And then he became the White Ranger, and it was cool as shit the moment he even came into the series. Like, yeah, character aside, he was in it for so long as well. Like he, And yeah, he was the Red Ranger a few times. I don't know, people could say, well, yeah, Jason became the Gold Ranger. Yeah, he did. But I don't care. It's still amazing. And I am with that. So, yeah, Green Ranger. I need. To, I was meant to get one of those bobblehead things while I for the Green Ranger. Because I was devastated. And I have mentioned it on the show when Jason David Frank, because he passed away a few years ago, um, sadly. So, uh, I was devastated. I really was. Because uh, he was part of my childhood. So, all things like that really hurt. So, all the best to his family. Um, and Austin, I hope it ain't true. Put like that sunshine. But yeah, you're getting your head smashed in, you dying, and the Green Ranger is living on to fight another day. Okay, thank you very much for the comments. I really do appreciate it. What have I been up to? Uh, well, Christmas! We've all had Christmas, haven't we? We've all had fun. We've all sat there, got pissed. I got pissed. I got ate a lot of food, ate too much chocolate, and now I'm hating myself for it, which is great. So what have I been playing? I've been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm trying to get that blitz through, and Breath of Fire 2. We are cracking on. We are near. I think we've got four scenarios to go, as they call it, and then we're done. So I'm going to play a little bit more after that and try and get through it as much as I can because I've had enough of Breath of Fire 2 already, and I want to get my hands onto another, as I call a poop game. I want to go play another RPG, and I'm debating, I'm thinking, playing Dragon Quest Four. That's what I'm thinking of playing at the moment. Come at me, bruh. Um, let me know if it's any good. All right, I've been going on long enough. It's time to talk about Power Rangers. Yes, that little Game Boy game, little Game Boy title that me and Lindsay played. But I always want to give you guys a Patreon a chance to get your thoughts on. So Captain N says, a game about characters with specific colors on a system that is monotone. Well, I couldn't agree more. Well, specific colors, you should say. That's, that's a big one here. Well, remember that. Chris Goblin says, Captain, it makes a great point about how the Power Rangers were a cultural phenomenon, and I can't remember this one because there were so many damn games, and they're all different. I think the SNES one was good, maybe. Yeah, I need to start going through them, because I played the one on the Mega Drive. I think I played the movie one, so we are going to have to cover them at some point. And Raging Demon says, I still have the Mega Drive fighting game one, so no idea about this Game Boy port. Yep, we're going to have to do some Mega Drive ones. Add that to the list of next year, shall we? I'm making a list of games for next year. That's going to have to be on it. But that is it. Right, okay. I've been going on long enough. It is time to get to the main episode. And as always, thank you very much to Lindsay. I love having her on the show. It's an absolute treat. Now, I'm going to put some music on. And when I come back, me and Lindsay are going to be talking about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which came out for the Game Boy in August 2004. Fuck me, I'm old. <laughs>
returning once more to the show. And it's a pleasure because we're talking about such a game as Lindsay Norris. How are you? I'm, I'm great. I'm fine. <laughs> See, How are you? I'm good. It's a weird scenario because you've just woken up and I'm recording late, which is a very weird thing. That doesn't usually happen. Usually it's the other way around. Yeah, I threw a, threw a wrench in your in your uh, habits. <laughs> you threw a monkey wrench, although I did miss the first appointment. That was my fault. And uh, yeah, I unfortunately do that stupid diary. But I've literally woken you up because it, Golden Sun hasn't come out on the Game Boy Player yet, Game Boy Advance Player. So I was like, what other game can you do? I said, well, there was this one I hated. I was like, let's do that. <laughs> and it's like okay let's do and it was power rangers for the game boy holy shit this game is shite it's 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 pretty bad it's <laughs> it there's is. some Go on. questionable gameplay choices they did there's there's a lot of things i want to just sit there and go right bandai what were you smoking when you made this what right the hell like you had this how did you get hold of this when you were a kid? Um, well, I'm pretty sure I got it with my Game Boy. So I got my Game Boy on Christmas. And the games I got with it were this one, uh, Tetris, and uh, maybe Super Mario Land 2. I never had... Or the first one. Yeah, the first one. Um, and... I guess I got it because my brother sort of liked Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and I guess they just assumed I liked Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which I I did eventually, but I don't think I liked it at this time. And I think this this game kind of got me more into it. But uh, yeah, I got it. I got it for Christmas. My God, if I got this for Christmas, I'd probably vomit on it. I'd literally like, vomit the Christmas dinner all over. It's like, oh, sorry, sorry, you'll have to take it back. As it's it's got vomit on it. It's got stuffing in it. Sorry. Sorry. Hope you kept the receipt. <laughs> See, I was I was a original OG Power Ranger nerd when I was growing up. I I was there from like because they they banned He Man in England for Power Rangers, and I was like, hmm, it, what? Apparently He Man was too violent. So I was like, what the fuck? And they put the Power Rangers on. I was like, that doesn't make sense. And right. I never played this. I never played this game. I did play the Mega Drive game, but I think it was the movie, the movie game I played. And yeah, you did warn me. To be fair, you warned me how bad this <laughs> is. So it's not like I can sit here and go, fuck's sake, Lindsay, you gave me a shit game. You did warn me with so much advance. <laughs> I think you like, do not play. I was like, no, no, we're going to do it. Ah, oh, God. It's, it's <laughs> shit. Shit. I'm pretty sure I asked, are you sure you want to play this one? <laughs> this one? Out of... <laughs> we'll, have okay. to have, we'll have to have like the screenshots. I say, I fucking warned him. Because <laughs> all this is, is it's five levels and five boss battles. That's it. Right. Right? Yeah. Right. And these levels are boring and the most pathetic attempts of levels I've ever seen in my life. I don't. I, I, they're questionable. Yeah, and uh, I remember when I was a kid. I, if I got to the first boss, I was like ecstatic. I I could not after, and I couldn't beat the first boss because it, 
and nothing changes so the whole premise is first of all you're like what are you you're like this giant monster on the screen of this tiny these tiny little sections of each level like if you were to compare maybe Mega Man or this because this is essentially a beat em up platformer right mm-hmm. if you're like to compare this with like Contra or Mega Man or even Mario like they're all like a tenth of the of the screen and you've got this little character and you've got this entire screen to play with and then in this one you're like you're a monster you're huge on this little screen so everything that comes at you is like a real test to your your reflexes yeah. And it's almost impossible to to get everything. And and then when they introduce like the jumping levels, which there are numerous out of the five levels, I think three of them have these jumping campaigns. Yeah. That are that are an absolute nightmare. <laughs> but you don't you know, it's like in other games when you jump and you want to land on the platform, but in this one you want to jump and just just your little tippy toes land yeah, on the platform. Tippy toes. <laughs> just the little like that doesn't even look like you can land this way, but you're that's the only way you can do it because yeah. otherwise you'll jump on a spike or you yes. won't make the platform. <laughs> the, f- the fucking spikes. The fucking spikes. To the third level's the warehouse. The, a warehouse. Yeah. And. You know, most games, like, you're like, oh, okay, there's a spike there. I better jump and dodge the spike here. It's like you're playing the fucking squid games. It's like, which one are you going to pick, <laughs> left or right? Because either way, it's a blind fucking jump onto a spike. It's like, fuck this. Fuck this oh, game. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like, I don't know if this was just the consequence of your character just being so large. And then, like, they're like, okay, move forward, but you can't see what's you can't see what you're jumping into. You no. just have to trust. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Trust the heart of the cards. You may as well do it fucking blindfolded. That's how bad the, the jump, any jumping levels are. When this is ridiculous. Like, once you know the layout, it's probably, you can probably do it blindfolded. But at the time, it's like, no, this isn't fun. This is terrible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, they, it's, yeah, like they expect you to play this and die multiple times so that you memorize what you have to do but what what am i how do you expect me to do that do you just remember you have me remember eventually there's this one level where you have to fall and you a couple times you have to fall correctly but you don't know what that you don't know what that is you know yeah. so you like do it and then you die and you're like oh i guess i needed to shift slightly this to the way left. There's, there's <laughs> right. no game I've ever played makes me do this sort of bullshit this game does. No game, I swear. At least at least I know what I'm jumping into at some point. At least I know what's happening here. Here, it is literally at these point of jumping levels. Just 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 trust the fucking gods. I have no idea. Just yeah. just who gives a shit? And the thing is, this warehouse level, right? It's it's all like dark. Well, I suppose it depends on you playing on your Game Boy. You know, if you're playing on a Game Boy game in pocket, you got those original colors. But this game had color if you put it in a Super Game Boy. Oh, right. So you might not have played it, but when I played, uh, when my Vita got sick, I, somehow it obtained on my Vita. I don't know how it got on there, but it did. And it had that it was a Super Game Boy version. So depending on what range you pick, right? the screen goes all that color so if you pick the black ranger 
the whole warehouses are darky gray. But if you pick the pink ranger, oh, everything's nice and bright pink. What? <laughs> the I, whole game could be pink, yellow, blue, red. I was like, this is, can you imagine? I was thinking like, because your first level's like, there's, there's a pink, there's a fourth level's a cave, the second level's a forest, and then the third level's is warehouse. If everything's nice and pink, yay! <laughs> that sounds ridiculous. It's like it's like could you imagine like the bad guys painting scheme? What color are we doing in this warehouse? Ah fuck it, dirt pink. Really? Really? Pink. Are you sure? Okay. Could you do it in red? No. no, pink. No, no, no. Put some white on that. Make it pink. <laughs> Make it pink. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It, oh, that's but, so funny. Like it it's so so annoying. And the there are there are actual ranges here. So there are five ranges. You can pick all five. Even, you know, rest in peace, Trini. You can pick her. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you ever knew that. Trini died. Yeah, yeah, I did so, know. So rest in peace. And you can pick, uh, like, the only difference I know that you at the time was that it just changes the color of the screen. But then I found out they've got weapons. I was like, what? Do they? I did not know this my entire life. Until they've got weapons for this podcast, and they have weapons. Yeah, apparently I they. No idea. They have exactly. I didn't know how to use them, but I, I was basically I would look on Wikipedia. They said they've got weapons. It's like how the where the fuck were they? It's like I didn't see them. I downloaded the the manual for this game, and apparently you just hit select. Oh, is that all it is? Just hit select. Well, that's what the that's what the guide seems to imply. Just hit select, and I don't know if you have to like hit select to use the weapon, or do you hit the select to equip the weapon? It just says hit select. Awesome. Activate. <laughs> yeah. So like, I had I never known this. Never knew this. Well, until for this podcast. <laughs> see, there we go. This this podcast is a learning tool. This is what it is for everyone. <laughs> I help teach people. I teach you what to do. But apparently these weapons, I found out, they lose your health. And I was like, why? You've got fuck all health as it is. Why are you going to use the weapons? What What do they do? That's awful, yeah. It's awful just punch and kick and that'll do. And yeah, it's like the levels. Like I was playing the first level, which is the streets. And I was like, oh, my God. It's just literally they've just copy and pasted the same background throughout the whole level. <laughs> I'm like, oh my fucking god! It's just because you. There's like a bird. I was like, that's the same bird. That's the same fucking bird. It's like the fuck. Yeah. There's that. There's the cat on the fence. That's That's the the cat. The cat. That's what I meant. Yeah, the cat on the fence. I was like, that's the same fucking cat. (laughs) No, he's back. Here he is. It's like a fucking. I've just gone into some like Japanese death game in my head. Oh, and it's like everything's all fucked up. It's like I've seen that cat. I've seen that cat right, on a fence. Right. There's a cat on a fence. I was like, this is the same thing. Said, oh my god! You always try to kick kick the cat. That's probably well, my so crime. It it's probably right. it's probably what the Power Rangers did. They probably kicked the cat. That's why they're in there. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, it, honestly, it just it just upset me. Like all you do is fight putty monsters. That's all you do. You fight the putty men. Yeah. Give them a good punching. And then get to the end of the level, and then, and then it basically says, "Right, okay, now we're gonna do the Megazord fight." And you think, "Wow, cool, Megazord fight!" And it's just you and the Megazord, and against one of the other bad guys. And I thought, "Oh, this could be cool," but because you were so ginormous on the screen, 
originally. It kind of takes away the gravitas of it all. Yeah, you're yeah, you're you're the exact same size. <laughs> Yeah. In the Megazord. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly the size of the Megazord. It's like, ah, okay. I was like, that's uh, right. fine. And the only right. cool the only cool thing about this is that they play the Power Rangers music. That's the only cool thing. If if this game has any redeeming qualities, the music is 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 really good. Like for some reason. They have, what? you know, the, the 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 cool Power Rangers theme when you're when you're in Megazord battle. And then yeah. the the other themes in general, just like, yeah, all right. Yeah, we we can do with this. We can do with it. And like we when you hear the Power Rangers, that is cool as shit. They do a good job on an eight bit on on this. I was like, yeah, you you're saving it here, but the rest of the gameplay is just making it die. And basically, when you fight these big monsters, all you gotta do is just figure out the pattern. Once you figure out the pattern, it's piss easy. Yeah, yeah, and your moves are the exact same as when you're a person. So you just jumping and then air kicking and then punching or i guess slashing with your with your with your fencing sword <laughs> yeah hang on the air kick though the air kick though is absolutely incredible right I, <laughs> I i love the air kick but when you think about how this thing moves like the power rangers are controlling the megazord inside you know while they're in the swords how the <laughs> fuck do they get it to jump kick oh my gosh it's perfect synergy <laughs> yeah and it looks it's just silly it's just it's silly <laughs> it's, a, yeah. it's the same this, type of kick this game is that ain't like did they have a did they have their own weapon if i press select does that do anything with the megazord uh i've always when i look through playthroughs and then sometimes when i'm doing it so i don't know if it's select or not like sometimes you shoot out uh like a big fireball from your from your weapon oh i didn't I fucking think that do has, that I think that has mostly to do with maybe the the HP of the enemy than it does whatever you're supposed to do. Because I could not tell why sometimes I shoot this fireball out and sometimes I don't. <laughs> Random I just, bullshit, go. I don't. I don't. There's no real explanation. And you know, a lot of people will uh, complain nowadays about how how much games are very handholdy or they the tutorials are just kind of ridiculous, but. You know, this this has had nothing. This one just like, I mean, it looks simple, and it is. There's you don't get anything new. The first level is ac- exactly the same as every fifth level after that. Mm. But th- there could have been something to say. You know, if you want to use your weapon, push select, or if the Megazord has a secret power, if you do whatever. Yeah, I will think back in those days they were expecting us to use the guidebook. But, you know, not thinking, oh, shit, in like 30 years time, they're not going to use guidebooks anymore. They'll have, all have it digitally and will hold their hands. But you, you, it is funny. You do say like, oh, yeah, it'd be nice if this game gave you something. I'll tell you what this game doesn't give you. A fucking plot. There's not one. <laughs> well, you got to you, you got to kill the, the big, ugly woman. Yeah, that's, that's how they describe her. The, <laughs> you gotta beat Rita up, just punch her in the face. Fuck you, bitch. Rita Fuck you. Also, yeah, yeah. And um, and the the one Power Rangers season I did watch a lot was was the very first one. So at least I knew like what I'm looking at. And but I did like look up like because I didn't remember these bosses. And they're not even they're not even bot like enemies that you fight or that the Power Rangers fight. They're they're just like. The guys, they're just like the accountant and like 
the guy in the in in the in the headquarters that that runs the numbers like they they never actually enemies you fight but in this game <laughs> they're just random people all right yeah, quick. They, they're just like her i mean they exist but they they're not fighting they're just they just like <laughs> they they do reconnaissance and they tell her oh the, the weather's nice today or something <laughs> they don't Re do anything <laughs> yeah they're like what battle skills do you have none fuck it get out there fight yeah, that megazord <laughs> Or lasso. What happened to the putties? Killed the ball. Is that all we dead. had? Putties. <laughs> My question is, why do they go to the putties first? Just go straight to the Megazord. Just, just dudes that jump there. Where are these putties? I stamped on them. Oh, that's a bit easier. Right, right, yeah. This would be a lot easier if I was just the Megazord the whole time. Just stayed the Megazord the whole time. I can know. Is it gold? Oh, something like that. It was like some gold armor doggy thing wolf thing he was definitely one of the original back on his name top of my head that's annoying for my own name law but yeah the first season was all about rita rapunzel and then eventually second season was lord zed and then eventually the yeah. movies came in with ivan ooze goldar goldar that's it yeah yeah you're right he was the one you could actually they actually fought but the other ones were just like like the rest were just terrible. The rest were, as, as you is. said, the accountants, the probably the spa <laughs> manager, uh, right, right, the, the 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 weather guy. Yeah, just <laughs> fucking get him in. And this is the thing, right? There was there was no plot, right? There was nothing. And I know it's you know just go punch this old ugly lady. That's that's the plot we're going with for this game, right? Right, right. I'm going to compare it to uh, TMNT for the clock. Foot Clan, which we've covered on this show, right? That came out before this, and it's as fun <laughs> as hell. Had a plot, had cutscenes. Right? Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Th there's there's the argument that like, well, you know, this game was was old. They didn't know how to do a bunch of things. Like this is Bandai. Like it's they knew Bandai. how to do a bunch of things. <laughs> yeah, they knew what they were doing, and it's like. It literally, you'll play this game and then you'll then pick up an older game in TMNT and you'll think, hang on, holy shit, TMNT, that is game of the year. That is right. Like fucking trying. day. Oh, it's not even trying. And do you know what? The biggest fuck you I ever thought I'd ever see playing this game, you beat it. And then it goes, the Zordon. Oh, why don't you do it on hard mode? Fuck off, Zordon. <laughs> Like he literally says something like, "Well, that was nice, but you know, you didn't really do anything." Yeah, so you should play basically. again on hard mode. <laughs> I was like, "You're a tit. You're an absolute tit. I have no no respect for you." Just seeing this face, bro, doing hard mode. Fuck off. I'm not doing that. No. Right. I watched a I watched a playthrough of hard mode, and it's the exact same. Like they didn't even they didn't even bother to create any new animations for hard mode or any like they don't have any new attacks new patterns awesome when you when you beat rita she just flies off as a <laughs> as a, a bat like she did in the first playthrough like what did i there's i mean i assume the difference is maybe the enemies hurt you more or you have that's less gotta HP. be it that's gotta be the only thing is that they hurt you more right but it's it's it was so funny just like Okay, what's going to happen when you beat Reed on hard mode? Oh, it's the, it's the same thing. Yeah, okay. Zordon, well done, Rangers. It's like, cheers. Well cheers, mate. Appreciate <laughs> that. You hear it? Okay. Gobshite. Right. You're just right. what it you was... are. 
Do you know, I must remember there was a weird thing which I've never seen in a video game, right? Again, this thing is a first of many things. When you do the first level, you have like itty bitty amount of health. But then as you go through the game, you get more health. I mean, you start with more. It's like, why the f- that doesn't make any fucking sense. Right. And there's like, there's no reason. Like, I don't know what I did to deserve it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why are you giving me? Should it surely it should be the other way around? Was like I'm losing health as this goes on, not gaining it. It's like are the rangers getting more confident as this goes on? Right. <laughs> yeah, they did. Like I feel like they're they're a bit self aware, where um <clears throat> they give you that bonus level after after the boss fight, and that's supposed to determine how much they heal you. Oh shit! Yeah, the bonus level. Holy Which shit! Is... Which is awful. Which is harder than the bosses. I always thought they made you jump around, and do all sorts of stuff. <laughs> but... Yeah, you have to basically, you basically, you have to hit the targets as many as you can, and, and it's like fucking impossible. It's like, oh, yeah. well done, you got thirty out of two sixty one hundred. You're <laughs> shit. It makes all the game may as well go. Ha! You're shit. I would like it if the that face popped up and just told me how bad I am. Right. Oh, You're I'd right. appreciate that. Again, the cut the turtles had cutscenes. This thing has a cutscene <laughs> to the Megazord, and that's it. I was like, oh, for same one, sake. same one, <laughs> same yeah, you right. <laughs> same one, <laughs> copy paste. Yeah, yeah. They, it, it, they, you know, it's more like I don't know. It's kind of like arcade style, but I guess even then, like no one would spend their quarters on this. No. God, if someone said, "Do you want? Oh, do you want to spend fifty p of your own money?" I'd slap them in the face. And I'd rather put that's that fifty like... p up my ass. <laughs> I don't want to pay anybody for this game. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it, you could finish this if you want to finish it. You could finish it in less than an hour. But the question's going to be, do you want to? Right. Is it the best use of of your hour that you could think of? Because there's plenty of things you could take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. You... The the final battle. I'm watching Rita. The final battle, and she adds she adds stars, and I can't tell if you just beat her so quickly in the first round that she didn't get a chance to do the star. But in the in the hard mode, she like she has a little wand and she throws the stars at you. Awesome. Well <laughs> done, Bandai. Well done, Bandai. Again, <laughs> I didn't do this on hard mode because I went as soon as because I literally was in work. I was in work playing it. And when it got to the end and saw Zord, I went, oh, fuck off. And I was like, right. holy shit, watch your language. You work for a Christian organization. <laughs> <laughs> even they would say that. Even oh. they would be upset. You know, I'm going to get people after me. But I was like, it'd just be so cool. Like, it'd be cool. If, oh, if you beat the game, we're going to unlock the Green Ranger or the White Ranger. I know it's the same thing before anyone has a go at me. And rest in peace, Tommy. Rest in peace. And... I, he's like, just give me something. Just give me something. Right, right. Yeah, I think it made me feel like that was like a, something I was hoping for. But again, I just did not get that far as a kid. And I would play it every so often. And I'd play that first level over and over again. And I couldn't get past the boss. So I would get, or like, I feel like I would get to the second part. And the second part is just like, this is awful. <laughs> this and is I would this never. Oh. This is just bad. I can't do this. 
I'm gonna go play my other good games. Yeah, I'm gonna play Tetris. I I have I have not hidden my despise for Super Mario Land One. I would play that all day of the week over this game. All day, all day of the week. <laughs> like oh, that's go on, go on, go on. Oh, just just <laughs> literally, I thought. As of this morning, now I played a game. I had a good go of the this morning and the day before. I was playing another game for the NES. I thought that that was the worst game I've ever played for the show. Oh no 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 no! This <laughs> this is the worst game I've ever played for the show. Oh my god, it is terrible. And whilst I'm I'm upset, I had to play this. I'm actually quite. I find it quite good because now i know there's a there's a bottom there is a bottom to these things <laughs> but you're you're welcome i'm glad i could uh introduce this this game to you and this is not to be confused as all the other power rangers game this one is very specifically mighty morphin power rangers for the game boy very it, true yeah the other one's yeah. playable right yeah the super Nintendo, and it's it has an advertisement in its guide for the super nintendo one because it's it was coming out a little later than this one yeah, they, that was um, as far as I know. I don't know how to play that one, but I've heard that was decent. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I. From what I understand, the other super, the other Power Rangers games have always been pretty good because I remember talking shit about Power Rangers game, and then my friends were like, "I like that game." Like, no, there's no possible way we're talking about the same game. <laughs> I just want to know exactly. now, right? So. As, as we've worked out, our childhoods are very different. Your childhood, you had this on the Game Boy, whereas my childhood, I had TMNT, Fall of the Foot Clan. As my childhood, when I was playing the Game Boy, I bet there's someone listening to this who was going, I played this Power Ranger game, and it was the best game I've ever played in my life. And literally, <laughs> I'm expecting angry emails, death threats, the whole work, because I've ruined someone's childhood. They literally go, no, I've still got this game. I've still got it. Well, if you have, burn it. Burn it. <laughs> Just, this is the only game. This is how much I hate it. This is the only game from my childhood that I did not keep. Yes, I have all. Of, I have all of my original games except this one. I was yes, get rid of this. One. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm, I'm going to put it out there, right? As a stupid thing, if this show, right? I always say, once we get to like a hundred Patreons, I will open up a uh, PO box, right? I'll open. I'll get. My, I'll rent a PO box. If someone has a copy of this game, fucking send it me over the PO box if it's not rare <laughs> and I will frame it I will frame it and I will keep it by my desk I will keep it as the worst game I'll actually put a little placard worst game for the show <laughs> I have like a big old ceremony for it <laughs> oh I will I will I'll do a full ceremony then I'll put the video on Twitter and I'll tag Bandai in there that's your fault <laughs> you brought this into the world. <laughs> yeah, you brought this piece of shit. You did a lot of other good things I like, but this, this is not it. <laughs> oh, and the funny thing is, like, because I've always said a short podcast is not necessarily a bad podcast, but when we do our next one, when we do Golden Sun, that's going to be a good length podcast because that is a that's a oh, yeah. good game, right? There's a lot to talk about. Yes. But, th but this, this one, there's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing. All it's going to bring about is rage. Well, it's not even rage as in how stupid it is because it's it's so shit, it's funny. 
that's how this game is. Like, I know there are games that will frustrate me, like E.T. when I eventually have to play that pile of shit. But this is just so shit, it's so funny. But it's like snakes on a plane, bad. No. Yeah. Mm. Snakes the plane was watchable. Yeah, I can't... Let me... Um... It's like Tara... Okay, this is like watching Tara Reed act. It's just not going to go well. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can... I don't... If you have like a nostalgia to Power Rangers and you put this game in, you're immediately going to be hit with like, ooh, that like little nostalgia tingle, you know, that like... And then... And then you're, and then it'll crush you. And it's like the worst feeling if you ever have your nostalgia like ruined. <laughs> like, uh, I used to love this game, or I used to love Nine Wife Power Rangers. So you, you play the game and you're like, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, why do I feel awful? I feel terrible. <laughs> this is sucks. Why? What's wrong with my memories? <laughs> I've got I've got the best comparison. Is it the, the when Ralph Wiggum, when you can see his heart break just about oh. now? here just about here that's exactly it this is this is ralph wiggum's game this will ralph wiggum you <laughs> oh my god oh this is the ralph wiggum that's what award it's gonna get it's gonna get the shittest ralph wiggum game that's that's what that's what's going on the placard is <laughs> that should be heartbreaking that, that should be a moment of this show. That should be a, a, a thing. I think. When did a video game become? When did when did this show make you do a Ralph Wiggum? When... <laughs> okay, this one is the top. But then we'll have a giant Ralph Wiggum memoriam for all the games. Oh, oh, oh my God! I'm going to be literally sitting here like ideas of Ralph Wiggum. I'm going to get sued by Disney. They're going to come after me now. The, the mouse is coming after me. But oh look, my gosh, they do own Simpsons. They do. They own everything. Now, I honestly <laughs> don't have anything else to say about this game. Have you got anything else you want to shit upon about this game or even praise it? Um, I guess... If you if there's a soundtrack available, just listen to that. It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty banging. The soundtrack's pretty cool. Uh, and I guess don't thing. play it in color. <laughs> yeah, do not. Well, if you're going to play it, play as either the red, blue, or black ranger. Because playing it with the other ones just makes it all look happy and Larry, and it's fun. I suppose my only positive about this game is that it fucking ends. It does end. It, it, it does end pretty quickly. It basically, it was that one time where I can look at a book and go, that is definitely going to be more fun. I don't care what book it is. It's going to be more fun than this shite. Just read. Just read. Just, read, kids. Just go read something. <laughs> oh, well, Lindsay, this has been an absolute pleasure. You warned me, but you know what? It's been fun either way. I'm glad. I'm glad to give you this humbling experience that I can now share my misery with somebody else. <laughs> Someone actually knows this other this game exists and, and can suffer with me. <laughs> and I'm going to go to bed with that memory on my heart. So I'm going to full-blown sit there and now look at another game that's going to make me not feel like Ralph Wiggum and make me feel better about myself. Yeah, yeah. Play a few rounds of, of Pikmin or a, or a good Mario game. <laughs> oh, any, any Mario game. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'll play the freaking bouncer over this. Oh shit! Score it. We haven't scored it. What are we going to score it out of ten? Oh, I would give it a three. Jesus, for the music. You're, for the music, I'm it's giving it generous. a what? I'm going to give it. 
I'm going to give it half a mark. I'm not even joking. <laughs> half a mark. Most of my points are nostalgia and music. Yeah, I hated nostal- it so much. I have a, uh, uh, what's that syndrome when you're kidnapped and you like the kidnapping? Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> my, my, all the good points of this game left me the sixth time I saw that cat. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the cat. Oh, good, he's back. He's out. <laughs> Hi, cat. <laughs> oh, well, Lindsay, again, it has been a pleasure and thank you so much. And hopefully next time when Golden Sun rolls around, we'll have a much more fun time. Yeah, yeah, that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. I'm looking for it'll be my reward, in my opinion. <laughs> putting up with this. All right, thanks, Lindsay. No problem. Thank you. And that was episode 97 of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Thank you very much, Lindsay. It's great as always to have you on the show, and hopefully, hopefully, we'll have you on again before Golden Sun comes out, as always, because that could be a while. We don't know when that's going to be. As always, for everyone else, thank you very much for listening. I hope you've had a great time. I hope you had a great Christmas and be safe towards the new year. I'll see you all next week. You all take care of yourself. Bye-bye.